I'm Mike. I'm Dave. And this is Between the Lines. And we're back. And it's hot. It is warm. It's like really humid today. I feel like a stewed tomato. I feel like I need some macaroni cheese. I feel like my, my shirt of, is becoming part of my body. Like, <laughs> like I just keep having to peel it off my skin. I know. It's like uh, it's like <laughs> second layer. Uh, speaking of macaroni and cheese, I was watching something about the Cheddar Goblin movie. Some, something you should look up in your free time. I'll just tell you this. The there cheddar. was a lot of macaroni and cheese involved in Screaming Children. <laughs> the Cheddar Goblin. But anyways, I digress. <laughs> so last episode, we started a two-part series on um, interactions with police. I honestly think it was more of a preface yeah. uh, to this episode because there was a lot of me... Uh, rambling nonsense and kind of going in circles. So this week... Sort of like Nancy Pelosi. (laughs) (laughs) That was a double Rick roll. (laughs) That was. That was great. Um, So at at any rate, um, I encourage everyone to go back and check out that episode and our previous episodes on South Africa and Cuba. Um, The the issues in Cuba uh, are still going on. I guarantee um, uh, that it still hasn't subsided yet. We need to keep the pressure on our political figures to keep those things going and in the media news cycle. Um, So check out those episodes. Um, Do your research. Write your politicians and do all that stuff. You can find us on Facebook at PA Between the Lines. Find us on Twitter at the BTL Podcast. And you can find us on our website, thebtlpodcast.com. All right. So one of the things we wanted to start off with today is uh, we talked a lot about Terry stops, just giving you kind of the definition or an overview of what those instances look like when a cop will stop you. And uh, we wanted to kind of go into what it looks like as far as what your rights are in a situation like that. So I pulled up a couple things and I'm not even going to quote where they're from because I don't want to get flack from people. We'll just, we'll just say it's a four letter organization. Yes. There you go. Four letter organization. You can fill in the blank with whatever you choose, but this is, looks pretty neutral, pretty unbiased. So it's pretty standard fair stuff. So I felt it met the, uh, melt the, met the criteria for what we're going over this week. But anyways, um, so this is the scenario. I've been stopped by the police in public and these are your rights. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say or do can and help. Anyway. For example, you do not have to answer any questions about where you are going, where you are traveling from, what you are doing, or where you live. This is not the Gestapo. Yes. They are not allowed to figure out what your, what your intentions and motivations are unless they have reason. To reason, believe that you've committed you've, a crime or you're about to commit yeah, a crime. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if you wish to exercise your right to remain silent, say so out loud. Out Absolutely. loud. So just tell them, it's like, I refuse to answer these questions without an attorney present or whatever the case be, if they decide to detain you. To interject there, there's there's actually a precedent for that. Um, there was a case, and I, I wish I had the, the V ver V, whatever they call it. The I actually had the case notes in front of me, but... They the the gentleman was stopped by the police. He was uh, recording a nature documentary or something at a public park, and people were uncomfortable with him photo- videotaping. Um, he remained silent, but he didn't assert his right to remain silent. He didn't tell them why 
he was remaining silent. So they used his silence as uh, an indication that he was being uncooperative and non-compliant. And the, the charges actually stuck because he didn't assert that the reason why he was remaining silent was not to be difficult. It was to assert his rights. Yeah. And he didn't assert his First Amendment rights to film in public. So it was assumed in court that he was filming people without their, their knowledge. To that point, in some states, and they actually bring this up parenthetically, in some states you may be required to provide your name if asked to identify yourself. And an officer may arrest you for refusing to do so. Pennsylvania is not one of those states. We are not a stop and identify state. You do not have to identify yourself uh, to a police officer unless you are um, have reasonable suspicion. That I don't you're think these should be leftist states. Like this type of thing. This is like a protection of liberty clause. Should should know. be. Yeah, but I some states are are. Um, uh, I believe New Jersey is a go figure i believe new jersey correct me if i'm wrong uh those that actually um listen to the podcast and would know uh the btl podcast forward slash contact us write me a note tell me i'm wrong but i believe the gin tan laundry podcast gtl (laughs) there you go (laughs) um but uh they the um what was i getting at i don't know i'm sorry (laughs) that kind of threw me off i just took you to reminiscing about jersey shore (laughs) yeah Oh, New, New Jersey's a stop and identify state, so I believe you have to produce ID um, if the police ask for it. New Jersey, I don't think it's ever been contested, though. I think if that were to be brought between the uh, brought in front of the Supreme Court, I think that that would be struck. And down. that's really what it comes down to: is people don't contest these things, and they yeah. never get brought. Before. And this is actually why we're doing this. Um, not to get too far off a tangent, but this is you know you don't exercise and flex your rights for you. You exercise and reflex your rights for your children and your grandchildren. Yeah. Because if you don't do it now, they'll erode, and then someday your grandchildren like, won't have really the same good, rights you do. That's a really good point to establish: is that the laws of this land are contained contained within thousands of volumes that kind of expand upon the the language of the Constitution, you know, state by state. So the only way that those things get kind of fleshed out into a workable state is if people contest them. That's you right. Want to ready, you know. So if there's any question about it, something, contest it. Contest you know, it. Don't let yeah. it just stand out. On Even if you think merit. you're wrong. I mean, that's why that's why you're guaranteed a defense lawyer, because you're, you know, there there may be exigent circumstances where you yeah. didn't do something and you need that protection. Yeah, exactly. Um, moving on. Uh, you do not have to consent to a search of yourself or your belongings, but police may pat, pat down your clothing if they suspect a weapon. Note that refusing consent may not stop the officer from carrying out the search against your will, but making a timely objection before or during the search can help preserve your rights in later legal proceeding. That's great. Which, which is, you know, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, that's fine. I was actually going to say this, the same exact thing, but they already covered it. Always refuse, always refuse a search, never consent to a search. If if there was a if there is a reason for them to search, they're going to get a warrant. So always refuse the search because it it, it protects your rights. Yeah, and it may not come until the court hearing that you're Absolutely. actually able to establish those rights. You know. Yep. And that's the whole point of due process. Is yep. to, You know, there there are going to be situations when people are just going to blow past 
mm-hmm. what your rights are because they don't aren't well informed enough about what your rights are. And they're hoping that you don't yeah. know what your rights are. So those that's the whole point of due process so that you have that opportunity to establish what your rights so are. Always refuse sir always refuse searches. Every every time. Always refuse searches. Uh, everybody knows this one. If you're not if you're arrested by police, you have the right to a government appointed a lawyer if you cannot We just appoint. talked about that. Um and lastly, on this point, you do not have to answer questions about where you were born, whether you're a U.S. citizen or how you entered the country. Uh, separate rules apply at international borders and airports, as well as for individuals on certain non-immigrant visas, including tourists and business travelers. For more specific guidance, uh, you can see uh, they have an immigrants' rights section. Um, so, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, but- I was just saying that there's... I mean, and that makes sense. I mean, there's people that are traveling abroad, you know, for, you know, various reasons. I think that applies within so many miles of the border as well. Yeah. Um, on international borders and in the United States, within so many miles of the border, they have a right to ask you your... You, you still don't have to give it to them, but they have the right to ask you for yeah. it. Um, and they have the right not to let you in. Yeah. Yeah. They also they also do that and they have the right to detain you. And But, it, it, well, I guess they don't have the right to, but they can do... Guys, I mean, the the police can do whatever they want. Yeah. It's just whether or not they're held accountable for it. Most police are good, but they really can do whatever they want. It, yeah. Just like, I mean, you can do whatever you want as a yeah. citizen. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. But if you if you break the law, You're then you, you have to pay for it. The same yeah. way as a police officer. He can do whatever he wants. If he wants to, if he wants to violate your rights to the nth degree, he can do that. And a lot of, I don't want to say a lot of them, but a lot of times that does happen, whether it's intentional or unintentional. It's not a question of capacity. It's a question of legality. Yes. It's just they're not supposed to. And they're supposed to know that they're not supposed to. Um, One thing that it didn't cover there, you have a right to ask for a superior officer. Okay. If you're, if you're, um, if you feel like your, your rights are being violated and you, and you you don't want to continue the questioning and the officers being belligerent or whatever, you have the right to ask for a supervisor and they can get a sergeant out there or whoever their supervisor happens to be. And a lot of times the supervisor is a lot more knowledgeable um, in uh, your constitutional rights and and the limits upon the police. Um, So that's another thing that they didn't mention. That's always a good thing to have in your back pocket is that you always have the right to request a supervisor on scene. And um, I believe most, most, uh, I didn't mean to step on you again. No, you're fine. I believe most, um, localities have ordinances in place that say if you request a supervisor, they must get the supervisor on scene. Yeah. It's going to vary. I, I would imagine from those m- type of municipality things, yeah. to state to whatever, um, know your local laws. Yeah, exactly. They're, you know, truth be told, local laws are where the rubber meets the it road. Really anyways. Is. Really That's is. Really, that's really what affects you. I mean, on a federal level, it takes a long time before any federal involvement really. And it's you, supposed you know, to be that way. Yeah. It's supposed to be an upside down pyramid. I, I would imagine it might be even a little bit more different between getting pulled over by a state trooper versus being pulled over or, you know, detained so to speak by a local For the most municipality part, yeah. cop. There's differences there. Like uh, local cops aren't allowed to pull you over on the highway unless the pursuit starts on substreets. Like they can't, uh, a Muncie cop, for instance, we're in Muncie, Pennsylvania. Uh, a Muncie cop can't sit on the highway and wait for speeders. Coincidentally, though, I lived in a bu- borough and the uh, local police had a charger 
Mm. And periodically they would be asked to uh, patrol the highway. Wow. I don't know what the... I wonder if that's a that's an exceptional jurisdiction or know. something along those lines. I don't know, but there were speed If a stops. highway runs through a town... Yeah, like um, I can understand that. Yeah, that, that's a little different. But like 180 is a raised highway. So it, it goes through Muncie, but it's kind of above Muncie. It doesn't meet with surface streets. So therefore, it doesn't count. Now, if a pursuit starts in Muncie and the suspect goes up onto the highway, yeah. that's different. Yeah, but they're, they're you're not going to suddenly say, oh, okay, I'm past. Yeah, the- all right. This is you're out of my it's not my problem now. Yeah. Let them go. But uh, it's really important to know this stuff, though, because like we said in earlier podcast, it's not for you. It's for your kids and for your grandkids, because yeah. these are these are we want them to be able to grow up with the same freedoms and the same yeah. abilities that we have. And and I don't want to say things are getting worse, but it looks like police nowadays. And I don't want to generalize because I support the police, but it seems like they're taking more liberties uh, with people's liberties. Yeah. Well, and, you know, at the same time, it's, you know, we can get into a separate discussion on this later, but with the the events of 2020 being what they were now 2021, I, I, you know, just trying to give them some kind of not an excuse, but just trying to cast some doubt on the reasoning why, you know, they do what they do is that I think a lot of cops are fearful for their jobs and for their lives at the same time, you know, a little fear is healthy. Yeah. I think, I think it, I think here's the thing is for many years, um, Rodney King era, the police had free reign. There were no cameras. There were no cell phones. It was very rare that, um, police brutality was the only reason Rodney King happened is because there happened to be somebody there with a video camera. What I meant is not so much on, on that side of it. I mean, more for, what people will do to cops. Oh, I see what you're saying. I, I think that they're, you know, if you look at it, you know, and we did a very extensive, we did a very extensive report on this, um, you know, about, you know, the per capita deaths mm-hmm. of police versus, you know, we, you know, the facts basically speak against the whole narrative that, you know, one group of people are, being shot by police yeah. more than others. I'm not saying about people going to jail. So I wish much. I remembered what episode that was. I would I would plug it, but we we did, and the stats show that police officers are actually at greater risk than African Americans. Yeah, of being shot. Of course, somebody would turn back and say, "Well, that's the nature of their job." It is, and it is. It is. To some I extent. agree with that, but the narrative is that people are more likely to be killed by police, but that's not true. Yeah. The, the, the true narrative is, is that police are actually more likely to be killed by citizens. I think the underlying point is violence has increased in general. And generally police are shot by white people. Yeah. Yeah. It's statistically. It's so it's a neither here nor there thing. Yeah. It happens. The the problem is, is we don't have, in my humble opinion, we don't have a racial problem in this country. We have a humanity problem. Yeah. Uh, you know, we there's a lack of humanity in this country, and, and that's what I think we need to address. There, there are still some instances where racial tensions come to sure. play, but by and large, the bigger issue is that it's just we've become more violent as a society. I believe. I, I believe it. And I don't blame that on video games. I just, nope. I, you know, that's just a dumb nope. cop out. That is a cop out because we've had violent no movies. Pun in, no pun intended. <laughs> 
Uh, we, we, we have, we've had violent movies. We've had violent TV shows. We've had violent, uh, video games for a very long time now. Uh, it does seem like the violent is up to violence is upticking, but I think there's other catalysts there. We get into that in another yeah. podcast, but I, I do believe that crime is on the rise and, but there's other catalysts there. So let me clean this up real quick here. Um, so how to reduce risk to yourself, stay calm. Don't run, don't resist, don't obstruct the officers, don't lie or give false documents, keep your hands where the police can see them. What to do if you're arrested or detained. Say you wish to remain silent and ask for a lawyer immediately. This is if you are detained. Yes. Um, this goes back to last episode. Always ask if you're being detained. Exactly. Make make a clear record of what is going on, and that's for your protection. Ask, am I being detained or am I free to leave? There's a big difference between somebody asking you questions and somebody asking you questions and then putting you in handcuffs. That's right. That's, <laughs> you're absolutely correct. Um, so do not lie. Do not give false information, blah, blah. What to do if you're arrested or detained? Say you wish to remain silent. Ask for a lawyer. Don't give any explanations or excuses. Don't say anything, sign anything, or make any decisions without a lawyer present. Absolutely. If you have been arrested by the police, you have the right to make a local phone call. I mean, everybody knows this one. But yeah. the police cannot listen if you call a lawyer. They cannot. They can and often do listen if you call anyone else. Yeah. So. Best to call your lawyer. Yeah. Or, find or a lawyer. Or a lawyer, yeah. Uh, if you believe your rights were violated at any given point, write down everything you remember, including officers' badges, patrol car numbers, which agency the officers were from, any other details. Get contact information for witnesses. Uh, if you're injured, seek medical attention immediately and take photographs of your injuries. Uh, at a hospital. At a hospital, <laughs> yeah. Not not Don's VCR repair yeah, like, and health clinic. Don't go to a, a, a friend down the street yeah. who's a nurse. Yeah, even if it's like a you know a twenty four hour medical clinic. Or even something. if it's just bumps and bruises. Yeah. Go to a hospital, get that stuff documented. Yep. Medical records. Uh, file a written complaint with the agency's internal affairs division or civilian complaint board. In most cases, you can file a complaint anonymously if you wish. Um, and then it goes, do you want to go into the brutality thing? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, what you can do if you think you're witnessing police br- abuse or brutality, stand at a safe distance. And if possible, use your phone to record video of what is happening. I would preface to always record interactions with police when available. Yeah. The thing is, is the police are now, I mean, by on large, I think all police are wearing body cams. Most, most, most of them. Uh, a lot of departments can't afford them yet. Um, but I would say a good 85%. I mean, for crying out loud, insurance agencies, I think it's in North Korea. No, not North Korea. Jesus. In, in, yeah. <laughs> insurance agencies, North Korea will kill you if you don't have. No, um, no insurance agencies in South Korea actually uh, are requiring that all drivers have dash cams. Mm. It's now a requirement that if you have insurance with an agency that you have to have a dash cam. I see that coming here sometimes. I, I, yeah, I, I at least you would get a discount on your insurance. And you're talking about something as benign as a car accident. Not, not that it's always benign, but I'm just saying that compared to a a police interaction versus a car. (laughs) Not to, not to digress too far, but South Korea has a problem with false accident reports. Oh yeah. People jump out in front of cars and say they were hit and stuff like that. There's a big problem with that in South Korea. So the oh. insurance companies are trying to battle that. I, li- I grew up in Philly. Slip and fall. Oh, ac- Jesus. Slip and fall accidents were like ambulance flavor, chasers. Yeah. Flavor yeah. of the week. Um, so anyways, uh, as long as you do not interfere with what the officers are doing and do not stand close enough 
to obstruct their movements, you have the right to observe and record events that are plainly visible in public spaces. Remember that, public spaces. Yes. You know, there are th places that fall within the criteria of private grounds. Yep. yep. So, And um, this falls under freedom of the press. Um, when, you, when you are documenting that, the press isn't some uh, corporate... Yeah. global thing the the press is anyone who's trying to document news or yeah. history or anything like that the 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 press has been giving has been given large swaths of freedom yeah um, and we don't want to ruin that um, but the Supreme Court has never ruled whether civilians are separate from the press so yeah. as as it stands right now there's no difference between a citizen and the press. You are the press. Yeah, I think that that's one good thing. I, I as much as social media has kind of <laughs> destroyed a lot of yeah. of you know, I, I blame social media just the basis of it for, you know, the disconnect that has happened in our society to some degree. But at the same time, there has been a good element that's come of that is that there's more accountability in terms of there's more of a bird's eye, bird's eye view of what's going on. I remember when riots were happening back in that beginning of of the summer of last year. There were a lot of instances where people were catching these people that were staging these situations, yep. like literally staging. Yep. Not not that it was a riot, an actual riot, and somebody was recording it, but people were staging these things, and people were catching that on video and reporting that. Yep. So, I mean, that's what I mean is a bird's eye view of what actually is happening. That keeps it keeps everyone honest. It keeps the media honest. It keeps the police honest. It, it keeps everyone honest. Um, one other thing that it didn't mention uh, is that the end of the, the article. There's we, there's a lot more. I don't know how much more of this you want. Me to I, go I don't through. really know that we need to go into too much more of that. At least anyway. One thing I wanted to say though is about traffic stops. Um, this this was really really good information, and it covers essentially what to do when you're just out in public. But traffic stops are a lot different. Um, when you're when you're pulled over for speeding, or you're pulled over for a a broken tail light, or you're pulled over for something along those lines. Generally, um, you are the the police are limited to um, whatever happened during f for them to pull you over. Yeah. Like you, they're they're given uh, a reasonable amount of time that it would take to write a ticket and finish the traffic stop. They're not allowed to search further. Um, there's pr uh, Supreme Court precedents that set states that they're they have to. Um, essentially, they they have to write you a ticket and let you on your way. They can ask you some questions, but they're not allowed to hold you for any longer than it would than it would reasonably take to write a ticket and let you on your way. So, whenever you're pulled over by police, you're there. They have even less grounds uh, when it comes to searches and seizures and things like that. So there's you can actually, flex your flex your muscles a leave a little a little further. There's actually an entire separate section on that by itself. Yeah. Um, it, uh, do you want me to go yeah, over, go over some of that? Um, your rights, both drivers and passengers have the right to remain silent. If you're a passenger, you can ask if you're free to leave. If yes, you may silently leave. Um, because you may, they may be pulling that person over for something they did specifically, but you don't want to be <laughs> exactly, you know, held as an accomplice, you know, to yep. what, you know, um, how to reduce risk to yourself. Stop the car in a safe place as quickly as possible. Turn off the car, turn off the internal lights, open all the windows part way, place your hands on the wheel. 
If you're in the passenger seat, put your hands up on the dashboard. Upon request, show police your driver's license, registration, proof of insurance. Uh, avoid making sudden movements. Don't don't have a seizure yeah. right then. Don't have, you know. There's a couple of things in there that I disagree with. Um, one is the rolling down all the windows part way. Um, you have no obligation to roll your windows down. Um, in fact, I only, I roll my driver's side window down about an inch and a half to two inches. And that's all the, all the more I give them. Um, the reason being is if you got a rogue cop, um, yeah. that's, that's, that's an asshole and he tries to pepper spray you, it's going to be kind of hard for him to pepper spray you well, through the thing a window. Is, I don't know if that's legal precedent or if that's just one of those. That's hey, just one this of those. Is good yeah. advice. It's to, good advice is what it is in the hands on 10 and two and don't move and all that other well, stuff. Well, Not for anything. Do you remember? I don't know if you remember this, but that particular person that was up in this area that we knew of that uh, actually was an EMT and was parading around at nights, pulling, oh. pulling women over yeah. on the side of the road, yep. acting like they were doing. I remember that. And that that person, you know, of course, got indicted and you know fled mm-hmm. this fled the state. And you know, I don't even remember what came of it. But but that's a good point. Is you yeah. never know if it's an actual officer. Yes, exactly. So there, some of these, some of these, these uh, how to reduce risk to yourself are also you have to bear in mind is that you know you want to make sure that the person that is actually pulling you over is an actual cop. Cause you have to think about your safety as well as the officer's safety. Uh, the officer is there and, and if he's has no ill intent, then he's worried about his life as much as you're worried yeah. about yours. He doesn't know what he's coming upon. Yeah. Um, but I would, I just, that stuck out to me. I never roll my windows down. Some cops will tell you that you have to. You're at, you under, are under no obligation to roll your windows down as long as you can communicate with the officer. Um, he can ask you to turn your music off um, just so that he can hear. Um, just comply with those things. But I would I would recommend not rolling your window completely down um, for for a couple of the reasons. One, you don't know that it's an actual officer. You want the protection of the car. Lock your doors. Yeah. Uh, when you're pulled over too, because yeah. that cop could always just open the door and rip you out. You don't know if it's a real cop and, and, and things like that. So your doors locked, make them break the windows to, to get you out. And I'm not saying resist, but, uh, if you're, if you know that you haven't broken any laws, then you, you want to make sure that you're not giving them any reason because there are rogue cops out there. The majority of cops are great, but there are, there are cops out there. They're on power trips and just want to, assert their authority and do whatever they think they're able to do, even though they're not legally allowed to. Yeah. And the hope is, is that, um, these rogue cops would get, uh, caught before. I think that's what's happening right now is I think the good thing about all this, uh, police brutality stuff and, and all that stuff. Nobody, nobody, there's nobody that I know that saw the George Floyd video was like, Oh yeah, that's exactly what's supposed to happen. Yeah. yeah, like nobody's like, yeah. yeah, that's normal. That's normal police interactions. Nobody saw that video and, and was like, yep, that's 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 the way it's supposed to go. Everybody was appalled and mortified and anything. And we've gone over it ad nauseum. George Floyd was no saint, but but Eric Chauvin was neither was was he. He's he's not a judge, jury, and executioner. Well, it's he like I said in the last episode, he already had previous instances yeah. where he was that man should have never been on the street yeah he, he shouldn't he should have been had his badge pulled years ago he was a problem waiting to happen yep 
And that's what I think is a good thing to come out of this is we're starting to weed out. A lot of cops are resigning, which is a bad thing. But at the same time, I think a lot of the bad cops are resigning. Uh, and I'm not trying to I group would hope. it up. But you, I would think that a lot of the... A lot of the cops, I would hope that a lot of the cops that are resigning are the ones that are afraid to get in trouble because they've already done something wrong. I think, though, I mean, to expand on that a little bit is that, you know, like I started to say before, is that I think some of the laws that these municipalities are coming up with are making police afraid for their ability to even defend themselves in situations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that shouldn't be the case either. It's like the one thing we we need to stop forgetting or stop... um, neglecting to remember is that these are human beings as much as the person that they're arresting. Now, granted, granted, you know, some of these human beings make some serious mistakes, especially in the case of George Floyd Chauvin, whatever the case be, but we already know Chauvin was already, yeah, he was already, we already knew from his history and from what was revealed about him is that he was just a time bomb waiting to go off. So that being said, there are others out there like that, but the, like I, I still hold hardly to the belief that the majority of them are not of this persuasion that I'm just going to do whatever I want, whatever, you know, whatever feels good to me that day. You know, I'm just going to go out and find somebody that I can beat the shit out of or yeah. whatever the case be. I don't think that's the case. I think most of the most of these police have family. They want to get home to their families at night. They're they're taking a, a huge risk not only for you, but also for their own families. And I think that's one thing we need to not forget is that, you know, this whole defund the police stuff and this whole municipalities now trying to make it to where police are nothing more than tourists, you know, you know, people that take you on tours of the city or whatever the case be, you know, you get what I'm saying. It's just Mm -hmm. community service members or whatever the case be. It's like, they're there for a purpose. They're, they're, they're the line between, Somebody blowing your brains out yep. and somebody not blowing your brains out. Yep. Um, but at the same, you know, to to the whole point of this is to warn you about those potential instances where somebody could overstep. If it wasn't for the police, we'd still be in the Wild West. Yeah, exactly. The po- po- police are why we have civilized now. They're, the Wild West was the way it was because there was no authority. It was just yeah. just anarchy. Well, if you're a hardcore libertarian, yeah, I mean, like to be we, honest, me and you are libertarians in our thoughts, but you know, we temper that with the yes. understanding of what there's. Like I started to say at the beginning, a certain was it last or last episode? There's a certain level of harm that should be allowed. Yeah, yeah, and, and then there's and police, and what I mean by harm is force. Force that can be applied to stop certain situations from escalating beyond what they already are. I as a, as a society, we've acquiesced some of our liberties in to or, protect our to bigger protect liberties. Our, yeah, to protect our bigger liberties of of the right to exist and 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 to to um, not be in fear all the time and things like that. We have those rights too, and we've coupled. It goes back to the Ben Franklin, um, the Ben Franklin quote: "Those that give away um, a little bit of freedom for a little bit of security deserve neither freedom nor security." I think that's a now in my maturity. I think that's a little bit too extreme. It depends on the degree. I mean, I think you have to always remember the statements made in context of the time. You know, in their time, you know, they of course they had 
a belligerent monarchy yeah, that you know they just felt fought that a nobody had war. a right to do say think you know do whatever they want so in that context it's different in our context it's a little you know in my eyes it would be like a parental unit talking to a child about yeah you have the right to take drugs but i'm telling you you're not going to take drugs while you're in my household yes because you're giving up that little bit of liberty for you to make that choice as a child because the parent knows better based either off of experience or off of what they've seen whatever or learned or whatever the reasoning be, you know, they're making, they're, they're denying some of your liberty to protect a bigger liberty, yes. which is that you won't be in jail for the rest of your life because yeah. you made decisions. And not to say that drugs no, ultimately I hear, I hear lead to that, but I'm just saying, you know, I hear what you're saying. And there's, there's a, um, there's a fine line between, I don't want to say that we've given up liberties because we haven't fully given them up. We've rounded them off a little bit yeah. uh, in certain areas. And the, the, the problem with that is, is if you keep rounding, yeah, then eventually you flatten out. Some and, of our rights should have sharper edges. Yes. And, and we've rounded them off a little bit. Yeah. And that's why you need to start flexing a little yeah. bit to get, to get a little bit of serrated edge. That's, that's a good idea. I mean, we should put it in that context is that if you have a good knife or something, you sharpen it yeah. every so often that yeah. you let it in the drawer for too long or use it too often, never sharpen it. You yeah. know, you know, and you that's the take key. care of it. Main, maintenance. That's the, the same way with your rights as a voter. doesn't just happen at the polls. No. So your rights as a voter also happens in these situations where you can contest the legality of, of an action of a, an authority or perceived authority, you know, which ultimately turns into a court case, which yep. then could turn into precedent. You know, you have to understand is that you as a legal, as a voter, as a citizen, have more power than simply just going to the polls. And that's the way that this government is supposed to be designed is the most powerful person in this country is supposed to be the individual. Exactly. You yourself are supposed to be more powerful than the president of the United States because you put him there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He works for you. Um, and, and I think we've lost sight of that. We, we've put the government in charge of us. And, and COVID was a big magnifying glass yeah. as to what, yeah. what, what they could do, what and they could do, or what they've set themselves up to a point that they could do. Yeah. If the situation should arise, the COVID was unprecedented. We've never, even during the Spanish flu two world wars, we've never shut down businesses. Never. Well, it's pretty bad when you have a, a known cliche out there that, you know, everybody knows about is that you never let a, what is it? Never let a catastrophe go to waste oh, or never let that's a, a, that's actually a, a Democrat. Well, that's not the exact words, but what was never it? let a good, uh, never let a good crisis go to waste. That's it. Yep. Okay. It's a, it's actually a Democrat philosophy and I'm not playing politics here. That it was a Democrat that coined that phrase and they've been using that ever since. You never let a good crisis go to 9/11. waste. 9-11. Yeah, exactly. 9-11 was a perfect. The Patriot Act was the worst thing that ever happened to and that American was a freedom. Republican yeah, that was Republican led violation of every liberty that yep. we have. Uh, the Patriot Act was the worst thing to happen to the Constitution yep. in the history of the United States, and it was a gut reaction to an emotional time. Yep. Is what it was. Exactly. And now we'll never get rid of it. Nope. Never. They won't let it go. Because why? Why would they let that go? We gave them the golden goose and now they have it. And now you see that now with what's happening with the January 6th people, not to get too far into that, but a lot of people did some wrong there that day. Yeah. But there were a lot of people that did nothing wrong that are that are looped into that now. They were and just because there. of the Patriot Act, 
they, they're detained. There's some people that have that are still in that have been detained in solitary confinement, have not had access to a lawyer because of the Patriot Act. They're yeah. being treated as terrorists. Yeah, which I get. Uh, what what happened that day bordered bordered on terrorism, and I and I get that. It was it but was. They're a, still citizens. Yes, it was a protest that went out of hand. And got got a little too heated, and I'm not making excuses. It was wrong what they did, yeah. but was it any different than? And I, I'm not I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get into what aboutism and all that stuff. It was wrong what they did. We're going to leave it there. It was wrong what they did, and they should be punished for the crimes that they did. But the but to raise that to the level of terrorism now, Joe Biden saying that that's the worst thing to happen in America since the Civil War. Yeah. You just glossing that's, over 9-11? That's hyperbole. That's hyper hyperbole. Like, I mean, how can you compare what was the total number lost in the Civil War? Like 300, 400,000 people? And it was, I think it was 375,000 rounding. Yeah. And so how do you compare the yeah. loss of lives in the Civil War? That's just stupidity. I, I can't even compare it to hyperbole. It's just plain it's out hyper black and white. hyper hyperbole is what it is. black and white, just bullshit but yeah it really is um but you know to your point is that you know with the patriot act being what it is is that you know patriot the patriot act essentially gives authorities to act in a policing capacity yep. within certain outside the constitution yeah within certain situations so that being said you know that's why we need to sharpen the edges of these rights because the patriot act needs to be something that goes away now you know and, and to your point you know one thing that's never been stated about the January 6th people is that they are citizens. Yeah. They are citizens. You know, regardless of how egregious, even the most egregious murderer on the bench today or in court today gets the due process rights. Absolutely. So how can you negate the rights of an entire group of people off of a perceived, you know, you can't establish that it's anything. That's why they keep saying these things. Mm -hmm. That's why you have people like Joe Biden and, you know, uh, others within, you know, the, the administration trying to blow this out of proportion because they need to establish that this is the worst thing, the hugest, most worstest thing that's ever happened on yep. the face of, they need to do that because otherwise they can't substantiate the actions that they're taking, that they're taking. in relation to these people. What's the difference between uh, what, what makes that building any more special than any other building in the country? What those people did was illegal and it yes. was wrong. They they were trespassing, they were breaking and entering, and they were damaging property. Exactly. They should be arrested and tried for all of those crimes. Did they hurt anybody? No. The only people that were hurt, well, that's not true. They they, they hurt some police officers yeah. and, and, and beat some, but beat even some that, people. And that's a whole subject on its own. That is. These guys. But they should be held the, accountable for that. The police that are committing suicide and everything. I, yeah. I'm just like... You know, not to create conspiracy theories or anything, but, you know, did they know the Clintons, any of that's, these police officers? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But anyways, I yeah. digress. But, you know. The point of this, uh, the, we're, we're getting off topic. The point of this po podcast, this episode was police police interactions and things like that. We've kind of gone off into a different direction, which we tend to usually do. So let's get, let's find our lane back. Yeah. Um, the point of our whole rambling was because of the Patriot Act and how it violates your your rights to due process, your right to um, your Fourth Amendment rights against searches and seizures, your rights uh, to against self incrimination, which Fifth is, Amendment rights, yeah, yeah, all of them, and and um, the 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 Fifth Amendment is something that's kind of 
almost taken for granted. You hear I plead the fifth. You don't even really understand what that means. That's the reason. The Fifth Amendment is the reason why you don't have to talk to police. You're not required to be a witness against yourself. Yeah. You're not required to aid the police in their investigation against you. Yeah. Um, that's what the Fifth Amendment's about. Um, we've, we've gone over. Uh, I think that's a good place to start or a good place to end. But I think it's good. I mean, just to tie this, you know, my thought up on this is that I think those two kind of intersect really well because it shows us, you know, on a local level, we don't look at a traffic stop as being as extreme as what happened at January 6th. But at the same time, the laws that are in place apply applicably yeah. or apply should be should applied, be applied evenly, evenly, Yeah, you know, in both situations. And I think that if there's any kind of preclusion of those due process light rights for any reason, then we need to question their reasoning. And it should for be it. very, very heavily questioned. Even if somebody is guilty as sin, I mean, guilty, 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 guilty. If if those check marks aren't, if those boxes aren't checked and his rights are violated, you got to let him go. Yeah. Because you can't, you have to err on the side of freedom. Yeah. Every time you have a choice between freedom and security, you should always err on the side of freedom. Um, so... Uh, some things to take away from this. Uh, when you're stopped by the police, don't answer questions. Ask if you're being detained. Uh, don't consent to searches. Ask for a lawyer. Um, that that's. I think those four things pretty much cover everything. Is there if anything you're, else? If you're the uh, Inglacius, the comedian, you always have a box of Krispy always creams. have a box of Krispy Kremes. Uh, number five. Because you smell it. Because <laughs> you smelt it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so, again, remain silent. Don't answer any questions without a lawyer present. Um, don't. Uh, I, I already forgot the four already. Uh, ask if you're being detained. Um, don't consent to any searches and ask for a lawyer. Don't, don't answer any questions. Ask if you're being detained. Don't consent to any searches ask for a lawyer yeah and always yeah be very vocal do everything at the beginning is really what it comes yeah. down to before anything happens or transpires yes. try to get it get to it right at the beginning i do not want to say anything yeah that's and honestly that's where the am i being detained that's where that yeah. comes in because you're already establishing that you know your rights and the officer is probably going to have a little bit of an attitude with you depending upon the officer most of them are pretty decent about it but some like to power trip uh, when you question their authority. Um, so just be polite um, and always always comply. Um, com being, complying with orders does not admit guilt. Um, so you know you can always object, but always comply. So if they're if they're gonna search, object to the search. Don't consent to the search, but don't interfere with the search. Don't try to stop them from searching because you're going to get your ass tased. <laughs> don't tase me, bro. Yeah. So j just comply, comply, comply. Fight it out in court. Um, never fight with the police um, and, and you'll make it out all right. So the four again, one more time, just because it's so important. <laughs> it's very important. It's very important. Don't answer questions. Ask if you're being detained. Don't consent to searches. Ask for a lawyer. Mike, I just have one question. What was the third one again? The third one is don't answer questions. What was the third one again? The third one is don't answer questions. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, everyone have a great week. Hopefully you don't even get stopped by the police at all. No. If you do, hopefully you make it out okay uh, and don't get any fines or anything like that. 
Uh, everyone have a great week. Don't break the law. Don't be idiots. Um, just be good humans. All right. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. Bye.